All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And good morning. Welcome once again to uh, Akron Wealth Advisors Invest Wisely segment with Walt Sikarim, who is the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors in Akron at the Fairlawn West office of R.W. Baird. Good morning, Walt. How are you doing today? And, of course, we have an annual and uh, regular Sunday problems with the phone. So let's see if we can try and get them on the air. Are you there, Walt? Yeah, I sure am, Bob. All How are right. you doing this morning? Oh, we're just hanging in there. So, uh, we're going to tell us what's uh, what's going on now. Yeah, the market seems to be reflecting an old rock and roll song lyric, up, down, all around, baby. So, well, what yeah. is occurring? Yeah, that's for sure, Bob. Well, you know, it's, it just seems like we got we got a race against time here. You know, it's um, obviously we're we're working hard and and the medical community and professionals are you know, trying to help us get a handle on this coronavirus, which has really, you know, rocked the economy. I think, you know, we're we're in a race to get the economy back up and running. We know we can't continue like this. Uh, we have a couple other races that are, you know, kind of shaping up for the year. We know the presidential race is going to come back into play. And, you know, our, our fiscal and monetary uh, policy leaders are, are racing to help businesses and consumers, uh, you know, have confidence. So, it's really, you know, a race, and we we don't know who's winning. And it's uh, it seems like every week uh, some new things happen that we've never seen before. Uh, the Dow Jones for the week uh, finished at twenty four thousand two forty two, uh, down about four hundred and sixty seven points, off about one point nine percent for the week. Uh, this is the first time in the last three weeks we we saw the market, you know, go down. We we've seen some good advances. Uh, we have to remember that you know we're up 27% from the lows of March 23rd. However, if we look year to date, we're still off 16.7%. Um, so, uh, if you look at the Nasdaq, it's off about 4%, um, and the S&P 500 is off about 12.2%. Uh, interest rates continue to be low, and and again, we expect that environment to continue for some time ahead. As we said. Uh, Fed has done a pretty good job, you know, really signaling that they're going to do a lot to uh, try to stimulate and keep rates low uh, to help the economy out. We have a two-year Treasury at 0.2%, uh, 20 basis points. We have a five-year at 0.36%, 36 basis points, a 10-year at 0.6%, and a 30-year at one point. Uh, 1.8%. So rates are low. Uh, as you said, the markets uh, continue to you know, to fluctuate and go up and down, and and we've seen a lot of other uh, interesting things in other capital markets as well. 
And of course, as we are looking at the economy and looking at the pandemic and worrying about the future, uh, economists are talking about whether or not there'll be be a major recession because of this, or even they're using the D word from time to time, depression. Uh, when you look at the market, are there any indicators that uh, would tend to forecast or predict that a you know a major recession will be coming, in spite of uh, efforts uh, to try to avoid it? Yeah, I think most professionals at this point, Bob, most experts out there are feeling that we're probably in a recession. Again, it's always hard to call that because it's always kind of in retrospect. You you define recession as two negative quarters of gross domestic product. Um, obviously, we those readings are in the future. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's a pretty good feeling with the disruption we've had in the economy with the amount of uh, unemployment claims and, and the unemployment rate rising that, you know, we really do feel that we're in a recession right now, and that'll probably continue, you know, this quarter, next quarter. And, you know, hopefully we'll we'll get a, a quick recovery. And, you know, again, it's, a lot of that's going to be determined on how quick uh, this virus gets under control and if, if we see a second wave. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. And, and as we always said, Bob, that the market really does not like uncertainty. And that certainly is what we have right now because no one can really predict, uh, you know, what will happen with the virus, if they can come up with a treatment or, or a vaccine. But even then, they talk about things happening, you know, middle or late next year. So a lot of this is of concern to the market. And uh, recently, uh, Barron's talked to big money managers about what they're going to do and what they are doing right now. Now, of course, uh, you uh, do run your own shop there and you make your own decisions for your clients as you invest their money. But uh, when you look at surveys like that, you know, what do they say and are there anything that you take out of it that uh, you would apply to your own conditions. Yeah, absolutely, Bob. We pay attention to all data points, all all insights that we get out there. As, as you said, we're not really very affected by, you know, what other money managers do or what other experts do. We, we have our own philosophy, strategy, tactics that we're very confident in in the way that we implement. Uh, and again, we're long-term investors, so we have to always keep in perspective, you know, uh, some money managers are short-term. They're, they're more driven by performance. Uh, you know, maybe heavy heavy traders. So we, we always kind of take that with a grain of salt. But, uh, yeah, I saw the Varian's article that you're talking about, Bob. Um, you know, they, I think they surveyed about 100, over 100 money managers, you know, big institutions. Uh, and I think at this point, 39% of them are bullish. Um, you know, 20% are bearish. And about 41% describe themselves as neutral. Um, however, you know, most feel that there'll be a recovery and the market should should give us some pretty good performance in 2021. So I, I think a lot of experts are writing off this year. They know it's going to be a very difficult year. Um, and I think the recovery really is being pushed out. You know, when we get to that, you know, getting the coronavirus under control, the economy back up and running, and the return to, to whatever, you know, in quotations we use this, we say normalcy. We don't, we don't know what normalcy is. And, uh, but I think, again, there's a lot of still good outlooks out there. We, we entered this downturn, you know, with a pretty good economy, and, you know, we believe that we can get back out there if, if, if some of these things can be, you know, put under control. Talking to Walt Sakara, he is the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors here in Fairlawn. They have independent uh, investments to uh, with their clients and individual stock portfolios that are actually invested in individual stocks tailored to each particular client's needs and, and desires. They also do investment banking, uh, trust and retirement planning, financial planning, and more. But in this segment of our program, we're going to talk about, about stocks, stock talk. We have a chance to call and talk to Walt about any particular stock that you are interested in or you hold 
or you're thinking about buying or selling. And again, a lot of people are doing that uh, right now, even if they're doing it self-directed. Give us a call. Our number is 330-673-1234. Again, we're live on the Sunday morning, 330-673-1234. And outside of Akron and on WNR.com from anywhere, we have a toll-free line, too, at 800-669-4100. We have a call waiting, so let's get right to it. Good morning. You're on WNIR with Walt Secura. Good morning. Go ahead, morning. please. You're on the air. Yeah, if you could just tell me a little bit the difference between uh, when you get in your 403B uh, uh, bonds versus the uh, CDs, uh, which is safer at this time. Yeah, so I think the general thought process is, you know, a CD probably has some backing uh, by, a, by a bank, um, and, and FDIC insurance would come into play. Uh, a lot of money markets, uh, you, you know, you have to kind of be careful. Uh, you have to look at the underlying investment. I mean, they could be government, uh, you know, uh, money markets. They they could have other types of short-term investments in them. So, I, again, the prospectus and, and going back and, you know, doing a little bit of research is what your options are is always important. Okay. Well, I appreciate that explanation. I enjoy listening to you guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you for calling. Stay safe there. 330-673-1234 to talk to Walt Secure here on Invest Wisely. Again, we're talking about individual stocks. If you have any questions about stocks or the stock market or, again, how to invest, uh, give us a call, 330-673-1234, and talk directly to Walt Secure. More than 30 years in the investment management business and now part of the Robert, Robert, Robert W. Baird Company at their Fairlawn West office on 3560 West Market Street here in Fairlawn. Uh, again, individual stocks that you looked at uh, last week, and, and some of those you have here include uh, uh, the Verizon Verizon company. Uh, it's kind of a surprising thing that I wasn't aware of. They, they're they losing uh, wireless customers, and I'm wondering yeah. why is that? Because you think with uh, everything going on, they'd be picking up wireless customers. Yeah, Bob, and that was a little bit concerning. Um, you know, Verizon uh, closed the week at 57.93. Um, Year-to-date, they're off about 5.6%. Uh, they hit a high of about 62 back at the, in December, around December 20th. And, um, yeah, the report was interesting, and this is really what we spent a lot of time doing. You know, I, I like to look at companies. I mean, this is, to me, what really matters. Um, you know, Verizon is a strong company. Um, they have still $7 billion of cash on their balance sheet. Um, uh, they had $4.5 billion at the end of 2019. They have plenty of reserves for, you know, people that can't pay their bills. Um, but one of the data points that came out of the report is that, you know, they had a 68,000 net phone losses, uh, you know, and again, this might be some indication of people that are under a little bit of pressure with uh, their households, uh, with their budgets, and, you know, the the unemployment rate going up and so forth. So this is a, something we're going to have to watch. Um, you know, we really felt that, you know, wireless service and phone service would be, uh, you know, something that wouldn't be impacted quite as much. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a data point really to pay attention to. And, again, I think it comes back and, and supports the argument that, you know, this di- disruption is very, very heavy, and we're really going to have to pay attention to all companies and all data points that come out of these companies. Let's take another call now for Walt Secure on WNIR. Go ahead. You're on the air. Morning. Uh, I'm sure some of your clients have asked you, uh, I filed my taxes the, on the 15th. Do I have until July 15th to pay what I owe? Yeah, it's our understanding that, you know, the way that that ruling is, is that you have that period of time to, to pay. That's correct. And what about the first uh, quarterly estimate in June? Yeah, there's still some, um, you know, diff- different thoughts on that. I would say t- check with your tax advisor. Um, 
you know, we're, I think some of the advisors we work with are still trying to get those estimates in. Um, but again, for people that didn't file, it's a little bit confusing. But again, I, we would really kind of send you back to your specific advisor to ask that question. But the July 15th for the uh, April 15th filing. Correct. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Uh-huh. And thank you for calling. Well, once more, these issues are are confusing because the times are quite confusing, and nobody uh, really knows uh, in many cases what the answer is going to be. Which is why you have to keep in touch with your with your experts in that area and uh, really uh, get the lines of communications going so that you know what to do and uh, hopefully do the as they say the right thing or at least the the legal thing. Three three zero six seven three one two three four. Talking with Walt Secura, who's the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors here in Fairlawn. You're on WNIR. Good morning good morning thank you guys hey i was going to ask walt i know he follows apple and i have quite a bit of apple myself and i know they declared earnings this week uh what is his outlook on that and more importantly what do you think uh, apple's forward guidance would be i'll hang up and listen really really good question yeah apple is one we're really you know interested to pay attention to it is kind of a stalwart for us it's a it's a big holding in our core equity portfolio uh, we expect the numbers to be lower, and we expect, you know, the disruption because, again, we have to understand that uh, that disruption in China kind of impacted them really at the beginning of the quarter. Um, and, you know, they had to shut down, um, you know, some of the operations. I, I think the big thing for the guidance probably isn't going to be numbers-oriented. It's probably going to be, you know, whether they still think they can get their iPhone launch out at the end of the year. Um, you know, what other thought processes they have on product development and innovation. Uh, I think we'll also look at their subscription services, um, you know, to see how some of those services are doing. Uh, you know, we would expect to see some pretty good numbers uh, as far as music, movies, their, their uh, you know, their uh, streaming service. Uh, so there's a lot to take a look at with Apple. Again, this is a company that has a tremendous balance sheet, a lot of cash. Um, so we're quite confident uh, that they can get through this period of time. Uh, the stock has rebounded quite well, uh, but it's again, it's one that we'll take a hard look at, and and uh, hopefully they'll give us uh, us some comments. A lot of these companies are pulling back their guidance, and they're saying exactly what we're saying, Bob. You, you know, we really don't know, and uh, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer to get some more clarity. Another stock that uh, you purchased actually in March when it was down to $172 a share is Facebook, which last week posted up uh, to $190 a share. Now, uh, what, what's making them soar all of a sudden? What's, uh, what's their big deal? Yeah, Bob, I mean, you know, Facebook is a powerful company. You know, again, we talk about the, the network that they have, the network effects, 2.5 billion uh, monthly active users. Um, the big concern was the slowdown in advertising because, again, that's where a lot of their revenue comes from and the thought that a lot of smaller business advertising and so forth would, would start to cut. Uh, but the companies responded quite aggressively. You know, they made a big investment over in India, um, you know, to get into some of the social network platforms over there during this time. You know, other parts of the world are struggling as well. So, you know, companies like this are savvy. Um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg made a big investment there and, and kind of now has a new – uh, kind of entry into that market, and they've also uh, made a really aggressive play to expand their messenger service uh, to compete against Zoom. Uh, they have this new messenger rooms that they they talked about that you know they're going to be rolling out very quickly that will allow 50 people to collaborate um, using the Facebook app. Um, and again, a lot of people are already on the network, and 
you know, a lot of people aren't on Zoom. So, you know, that that's the kind of response that we expect to see, you know, and you, that's why companies like Zoom, you have to be careful when you chase stocks because companies like Facebook aren't going to sit around and just watch, you know, other areas take off. They're going to evaluate and say, hey, do we have the technology? Do we have the savvy? Can we compete in those areas? Uh, you know, companies are very, very aggressive, and they're always looking for rooms for growth and innovation. Now, Facebook uh, doesn't pay any dividends, uh, and you put it in your core equity portfolio, which uh, uh, you like to put dividend-paying stocks in there. Does that uh, signal a, a change in, in the uh, uh, philosophy of the core equity portfolio? A little bit, Bob. Um, we opened our mind. You know, we try to buy in that core equity portfolio companies that pay dividends. But we really opened our mind uh, back in February and March as this downturn started. Um, we, we saw some great companies that we wanted to get, a, a, you know, an investment in. Uh, Facebook being one of them, Amazon being another when, when we had the big downturn. Uh, neither one of those paid dividends, but we just felt that, you know, the strength of those companies and, and the core businesses made sense for us to take an investment. So, uh, you know, when we lay out our strategies, we stay, try to stay very consistent, but, you know, we give ourselves enough language, enough room uh, to be able to make a handful of exceptions if, if we need to. And again, finally, from last week, another stock that you noted was Intel, who posted some very strong growth, but some strongest growth in some time. But uh, uh, experts say that's uh, not going to last. Why would that be? Well, I think, you know, again, sometimes these companies are their own worst enemies. Um, they had an amazing quarter. Uh, sales were up 23% at $19.8 billion. Our earnings were up 63%. They, they showed a dollar forty-five in earnings for the quarter. Um, but again, you know, when you look at this company, you, you know that uh, there's a lot of challenges. And, and again, they admitted it in their comments that yeah, the rest of the year looks very tough. Um, you know, they, they feel that there's a lot of challenges for them. Uh, they withdrew their guidance in 2020, and uh, they realized that, you know, there's been a huge transition that's impacting their business. So I, I think, you know, when companies hit these, uh, you know, and again, we were coming off a good economy when some of this was reported. Um, so again, it's uh, companies sometimes, because of their own success, uh, you know, they have to compete against that. And when there's a downturn, it's obviously going to impact the outlooks for the company. And uh, finally, last week, did you uh, buy or sell any stocks in any of your major portfolios? Yeah, Bob, we did. In, in the small mid-cap portfolio, we've been kind of getting the cash back invested in that portfolio. Uh, we bought a company called Pinterest. Um, there's probably a lot of people out there that are familiar with this company. Um, they're an online uh, product and an idea discovery platform, again, a social media type of company. Um, they they have everything out there from recipes, uh, you know, de de destinations to travel. Uh, it's a very visual platform. Uh, we know that it's a largely female audience. Almost two-thirds of the 365 million users uh, are female. And this IPO'd last year around $19 a share. Uh, we actually made our first investment in the Empowering Women portfolio that we run back on April 8th at about 16 77 a share, and we bought a little bit for the small mid-cap portfolio this year, a little bit over $19. So uh, we like this. The company was up to $36. Uh, uh, you know, at one point when it hit its high as we were approaching the end of last year, and we just think this is a good platform. It's, it's again, advertising is going to be the way over the long run that, you know, they drive their revenues. But uh, we, we like Pinterest, and, and we have a position of that both in our Empowering Women portfolio and our small mid-cap portfolio. 
And quickly, last week we had a call uh, caller come in and inquire about two uh, stocks, Washington Prime Group and Blink. Now, do you have any chance to over the week to look at those and have any comments to offer if, uh, if the person is listening today? Yeah, Bob, I, did, I didn't forget. I took a quick look. Both of these are really small-cap companies. Uh, we, you know, below kind of our thresholds of really, we, we won't make any kinds of recommendations or advice. We, we have to be careful when companies trade really, really low. Um, Blink is basically a charging uh, station operator. They have a, a lot of charging stations for electric cars out there. Uh, it's about a $48 million market cap company. Um, again, just looking at it and framing it up very quickly, um, the profitability really has not been there. Um, they've struggled quite a lot. And uh, you know, last quarter their their uh, earnings were down about twenty percent. So a little bit of caution there. Again, interesting. Uh, I think there was some talk that Tesla uh, may be interested in an acquisition, that type of thing. But again, that's all speculative. Um, but it's been probably one of the reasons that uh, would catch somebody's attention. And the Washington Prime Group is uh, a holding company. It's a real estate investment trust uh, that invests a lot in uh, shopping centers and malls. Uh, strip centers again. They're about a hundred and twenty-eight million dollar market cap company, very small cap. Uh, and again, this space looks really challenging and tough. I mean, we just look back at the last couple quarters. Um, you know, negative revenue for the last four quarters, negative earnings for the next four, for the last four quarters. I think the attraction here is probably the high yield that it plays. But again, you got to be careful because. Uh, you know, that might be under a lot of challenge, especially with the slowdown and shutdown of retail space. So uh, if they'll be able to sustain that dividend. So just some quick comments. Again, you know, we, we can't recommend these companies, but I did do a little bit of research to talk to the listener from last week. Once again, Walt Sikari is our expert on Invest Wisely, the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors, part of the Baird Private Wealth Management West uh, Fairlawn, uh, West Akron office in Fairlawn there, on 3560 West Market Street. If you'd like to talk to him, you can talk to him on his office at any time at 234-466-7476, or you can call him here in the air until 9 o'clock at 330 673 Three, four. Once again, we, as we mentioned uh, on every program, what you do with uh, Akron Wealth Advisors and your clients they are investing their their money into individual stocks in these uh, portfolios, both that you have uh, ready to go and also, uh, again, you can uh, mix and match or whatever you need for that to suit that particular client's needs. And uh, again, at this point, in spite of everything that's going on, you know, what is your investment uh, philosophy? Is it still staying staying the same or are you making adjustments uh, as, the, uh, as the events, if you will, unfold. Yeah, but we still feel very confident. You know, our, our investment philosophy is, is pretty simple. You know, we say we invest in uh, financially powerful and, and attractively priced companies, and when they're not, we sell them. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're still at. I, fixed income is still a tough place. We, we do have a lot of fixed income investments, and we do have a lot of balanced portfolios. But, you know, with rates being so low, I still you know, we're firm believers that exposure to growth and, and the stock still makes sense over the long haul. Uh, you have to be an investor. We, we wouldn't really advise a lot of people to speculate with all the uncertainty that we currently have. But, you know, we're, we're very confident and we stand very steadfast in our, our philosophy, our strategies, our tactics. Uh, you know, we're unwavering and, and we're going to continue to work hard to, to bring good results. At this point, uh, how has COVID-19 affected your, your business? Uh, do you still add new clients? Are you still able to talk to people effectively? Yeah, absolutely, Bob. We added a couple new families in the last couple weeks. Um, you know, we're still able. It's a lot more um, communication by phone. And, and, again, you know, we can, we can do that very effectively. Um, 
you know, we like to meet with people face-to-face, but obviously with the COVID-19, that's changed some of that. But, yeah, we can still bring people on, and, and you know, we're still very much willing to do so if they're a good fit for us and, you know, people, uh, you know, make the, make the right, uh, you know, they, they want to be a part of what we do. And, of course, as we mentioned uh, already, not only do you do the investment of the stocks for people, you also work with, uh, again, the Robert W. Baird Company for giving people not financial and retirement plans, uh, estate plan reviews, you can do tax reviews, which, uh, since we have this extension, if you will, are still going on and will going on for a couple of months, I guess. Uh, conversions about Roth, Roth conversions, and analy- analy- analyzing those and seeing if they're they're worth, uh, worth the effort for that individual. Social security analysis, uh, once again, to determine when the best time to take Social Security for your particular situation to get the maximum out of that. You'll also look at stock options, a, a transaction tax analysis. So is all this available as like, as like one big package, or do, can people, sort of like in a supermarket, uh, if people remember those, <laughs> go in and kind of pick and, pick and choose what they want, and then you'll do that for them? Yeah, I mean, we're very, um, you know, I think it's very customized, Bob. So we're able to work with people for what their true needs and wants are. Um, we listen, and you know my partner i 've been doing this a long time we We want to deliver what people need um, a lot of financial advisors out there I think try to you know bring a lot of things maybe to the table because of a process that they have. but our process is truly developed based on the individual needs of the client. you know, like I said, we do a lot of listening. Uh, we determine what's needed, and if somebody needs only one piece or pieces parts, we're willing to do that. And we can also be very comprehensive uh, for somebody that you know has expanded needs. So, uh, again, it's driven by the client, and every every situation is a little bit different. And as we've learned, it's a very dynamic process. It does change from from day to day, week to week, and you're flexible enough to change with it so that you can uh, keep on top of what's going on, both, uh, uh, again, historically and financially, and, of course, what's best for your particular clients as, as they go through through life changes. I'm certain a lot of clients uh, uh, would be uh, considering now at this point that uh, they might be taking early retirement or deciding it might be time to retire a little bit before they plan to, but after seeing uh, uh, what's going on, they may decide to see life and uh, you know kind of do that sort of thing so that's got to be something that you work with too and when they call you they can you know, talk with you and uh, run some of these scenarios by you absolutely yeah Bob I, mean, I always say you know I'm, I'm 55 and you know I haven't officially retired myself but I've retired a hundred times you know with with clients and families that I worked with and uh, you know going through that process and thinking through the issues listening to the conversations that people have and what's important to them um, having a lot of empathy and, and putting the client first, you know, learn a lot. And I think that's the one thing I love about this business is that, you know, we learn and we've worked with a lot of really successful people and, and it's, it's a great place to be and a great place to uh, continue to grow. So quickly, Walt, the week ahead, uh, again, we're looking forward to maybe getting back to a bit more business as uh, April turns to May, but still, what are you looking for? Uh, Bob, you know, we're going to watch a lot of earnings reports this week. Uh, you know, we have uh, Caterpillar, PepsiCo. You know, we mentioned uh, the caller earlier mentioned Apple, Amazon. Uh, you know, we have some of the airlines reporting this week, uh, companies like Starbucks, uh, Abbey, a couple of oil companies like Exxon. Uh, so, you know, to me, that's where the rubber meets the road. We're going to pay a lot of attention to that data. Again, Walt Sakura, the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors, part of Robert W. Baird's Fairlawn West Office, 3560 West Market Street in Fairlawn. Call them locally, 234 466 7476. 234 466 
7476. And tell them what you heard them here on W1IR Kent Akron. And uh, again, even in these uh, trying times, and maybe the best time to review your investments and, uh, and to get uh, with somebody who really can work with you individually and to maximize what you have and, and guide you through uh, these tough times. Again, Walt Sequeira of Akron Wealth Advisors, 234-466-7476. Talk to you next week, Walt. Thanks, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. Amazon.com, symbol AMZN. Facebook Inc., symbol FB. Intel Corporation, symbol INTC. Pinterest Inc., symbol PINS. Verizon Communications Inc., symbol VZ. Washington Prime Group Inc., symbol WPG and Zoom Video Communications, Inc., symbol ZM. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates managed or co-managed a public offering for Pinterest, Inc., symbol P-I-N-S, in the past 12 months. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates have received investment banking compensation from Pinterest, Inc., PINS, in the past 12 months.